A house is made of bricks and beams, while a home is made of hopes and dreams. The magical thing about home is that it feels good to leave and it feels even better to come back. I was honored to interview Lillian Little, a brown-skinned woman of native descent. When I got to Fonsworth House, a multi-story brick building with many glass windows that glistened as the sun beamed down, I was greeted by Lillian. She was wearing a blue sweater and possessed a radiant smile, and she said to me, you, I, I'm telling you, you are the VIP. What does that mean? Very important person. If you don't think so, nobody else will. And you've got to prove that to yourself. And every time you look in the mirror, you smile at it. you got to remind yourself. And you, you know? tell them, you know, how low you VIP, you know. And you know, you'll be the best. You'll be the best. She started off by telling me about the neighborhood she grew up and the trains that ran by frequently on Mass Ave. Oh, well, you know where Massachusetts Avenue is? Yeah. And you know where the train track and I, I was, my mother and father lived on Wellington Street over there. And I was, my mama said was the train was going by as I was being born. <laughs> but I was born, we were born at home at that time, you know. My grandmother, uh, my great-grandmother, my great-grandmother on my father's side came from Ireland. And of course the Irish were welcome in America at the time. And my dad's Father was black, well, Negro. We'll yeah. We didn't get to be black until yeah, lately. We used to be Negroes. I was surprised to hear about a song that reminded her of home. You know who taught me the Negro National Anthem? James Weldon Johnson himself. I know all three verses. James Weldon Johnson was the one that made that song. Lift every voice and sing till earth and heaven rings, you know? Yeah. Lillian is a very brilliant woman and she was one of the few women that went to college in the 90s in America. And I was the only woman, too, in high tech graduate that year. They didn't even believe it was a book. When they said, Lillian, no, they said William. And my husband said Lillian out loud because they couldn't believe it was a at that year. And that, and we weren't free yet, you know. I mean, oh, no, woman, <laughs> you know. And I, I had to go two years. I had to study, 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 study. I didn't look at no TV or nothing. But I ended up an electronic technician. And in, in the era that I lived in, I had to put the effort in myself. It all, it all comes from me. I asked Lillian about her house and she described the hardwood floors and the spacious interior. Well, you I saw my, when I had to move in here, I sold my house. Not until I kept a house. I had a three family over on Everton Street. 
You know, every 10th Street mm. in itself is Geneva Avenue. The house was only like 10,000 at that time. Wow. It was, yeah, it was only 10,000 yards old. And I said to my husband, we gotta buy this house because listen, the government was getting rid of it. Well, he told me no. He said, don't put my name on it. <laughs> well, then I, when you saw the deed, it said Lillian M. Little O-N-L-Y. I see, I had a good job, I had a good reputation, I had good credit. You only lived at Everton Street? Where well, did you live I, before I, that? I had, I, had, I had bought the house, I lived on Everton, you know, I bought, but I yeah. had rented several places. In the Boston or in Roxbury or Dutchester. I've never lived in Mattapan. Where have you been? Where have I been? Yeah, like around the world. like China, Taiwan, France, London, Italy, Hawaii, three times. So what do you consider home? Like what makes somewhere like a home for you? What makes a place home for yeah. me? Me living in it. Well, I'm comfortable anywhere I go. I feel at home anywhere I go. I don't try to impress people, and I think that I'm a free soul. So why did you choose to live here at Fonsworth House? Well, I wanted to. I liked Fonsworth House. My friend, I had a girlfriend that lived here, and I was getting old, and I wanted to become first of an old person. I didn't want responsibility anymore. He got me in here real quick, but as soon as he, you know, called me to let me know I could move, then I went and sold my house. And, I, and when I bought the house, I only paid 10000 and I And I sold it for 72000 which was good at the, But I, now I'm sure it's being sold for 272000 200, yeah. So do you ever feel lonely in your life? No, I don't know how to <laughs> feel lonely. Yeah. How can I feel? Look at how friendly I am with you. You know, I'm like, I, I could hug you. I feel like I already know you. No, I don't have to be lonely. I love people. God loves me, and I love all of the ones that God created. And I never, ever, ever felt as though anyone was below, beneath, or different. We're all God's children, and I don't care if you're white, black, orange, green, or purple. God made a multicolor, made a wonderful world, and he gave it up to us to choose whether or not we want. What's the hardest thing about getting older? Being the type of person I am, I don't have a problem with it. I just, I enjoy it. I've learned how to be a free soul. That's what I am. What is one of your favorite memories you have of your home? Perfectly honest with myself, I don't think I had any favorite memories as a child. I think that I, I, I think I still don't really love my mother like people dutifully love their mother. I don't like her. <laughs> it's not her fault. But I haven't been able to convince myself that, yeah, I'm still working on that. My father was an alcoholic at the time, you know, that was the thing that was at my, in my era. But he got over it. He stopped drinking. But I didn't like the way she treated him. I loved my father. That's what it was. But then I didn't like her. See, being a child, she hit me too much. She beat me too much because I was deaf and I didn't hear her. So instead of her, and her not knowing that I couldn't hear, I didn't, I didn't understand this till I got older. I think as old as I am now, I still am kind of working on that and still trying to understand it. So I had to, I had a lot, I still have a lot of forgiveness to do in my head because now I understand. Even though Lillian was hard of hearing, 
she did not let that stop her. She overcame all obstacles that came in her life and provided for her children, even when times were hard. My tone five was a breaking off. They thought that I would be, I've always been deaf. So I've never had tone five like other people. They thought by the time I'd be 50 that I would have no sound at all. But I don't know, something happened along the way, thank you, Father. That I don't, they didn't all break off. And, but I got these, I wear two hearing aids, if you know, these things cost me $6,000. You know, but I take them off as soon as I go in the house. I like that, I like silence. I've gotten used to it. Drive home to me. Yeah. Happiness, joy, and peace. You know? Yeah. And I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, when I go with my daughter in Ohio and stuff like that, I wear my hearing aids until I go to bed at night. So I don't, the, the hearing aids are expensive. These, I paid a lot of money for to have good quality to not make my head, you know, make my brain, you know, work, yeah. work on my nerves. So they're, they're good, you know, that I can wear them. But the only reason why that I get them home, I just take them off because I got the television, I read it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I don't, I don't, I'm just used to the silence. You know, I do, when I first, at first I used it, it couldn't make hearing aids that I could use for the type of deafness that I had. And I was in my 40s before they, they, that I even wore hearing aids, before they even had that. And the first sound I heard was, yeah, <laughs> and the first sound I heard the toilet flush. Well, you on you ain't paying attention to the toilet flush. That's automatic, <laughs> that's part of life. I'm gonna close today's session with a quote from Sophia Lauren. There is a fountain of youth. It is your mind, your talents, the creativity you bring to your life and the lives of people you love. When you learn to tap this source, you will truly have defeated age. Thank you.